0: If you celebrate Easter, Easter was yesterday, as you know, and um, or I should have said, if you don't celebrate Easter, yesterday was Easter. So we were celebrating that and it was Ellie's first Easter and it was such a great day.
1: Before we talk about how perfect and adorable Ellie was on Easter, can I just thank everybody who sent me pictures on Instagram or left voicemails about the chocolate cross with the bushes Oh at my the gosh, bottom. It's
0: really creepy looking. It's
1: so creepy looking and it doesn't seem right. But on, on Friday's show, I was wondering if I was imagining that from my childhood or if it was a real thing. And it's a very real thing.
0: And it's a very creepy thing. Like Jeff sent me a picture of it because I guess it was somebody posted it uh, in our Facebook group. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that is eerie. I it doesn't,
1: it it's doesn't, weird. it doesn't seem right. No. Um, but there you can get a chocolate cross and you can also get a white chocolate cross. At least s-
0: Jesus isn't on the cross. Cause that would be,
1: that would be super creepy. Yeah. But you know what? Wait, that just may not have been located yet. Like that <laughs> might exist, but I had so many people send me pictures from like being out over the weekend and being like at a Walmart yeah. and there was a display of them. So anyways, thank you for the confirmation. I'm glad I wasn't crazy in my childhood.
0: We gave Ellie a little Easter basket. And to be totally honest, like I kind of wasn't even going to do an Easter basket because I was like, well, she's not going to remember whatever, but it's cute because she's getting to this sweet little age where she's reaching for things that she sees and she wants. So the way we did Christmas and the way that we did Easter is that I came up with a gift and Jeff opened it for her with her.
1: I was her opener by proxy, but I didn't know what was in the basket.
0: Right, because that's the fun of it.
1: So it was a surprise for me.
0: Yeah, and she got this like cute little outfit and she got uh, two of my favorite books. One of them is um, We're Going on a Bear Hunt. And I don't think Jeff has ever read that, but it's such a great book. And the other one is Pat the Bunny, which is my all-time favorite book. And what else did she get? A little teether and some of those like yogurt melt things. And it was cute because she was grabbing for stuff.
1: Yeah. She's like, that's mine. Why are you? She's like, I
0: like this. I'll take that.
1: Easily though, the oddest thing in Ellie's Easter basket was a single avocado. And this may Jeff be- Jeff got so excited about this. This might become an Ellie Easter tradition because she's just started eating like softer, soft foods. Mm-hmm. So mushy banana, like ripe bananas, um, stuff like that. Applesauce, baby yogurt. And also her favorite food is avocado. Like mashed up. Like she guac-
0: loves avocado.
1: Guacamole style. So Kelly put <laughs> an avocado in- Easter basket. And I just think that that's the way weird, quirky family traditions are born, like your mom's stocking.
0: Yeah, my mom, have I talked about this in the show? Maybe. I think I have. But my mom, when she was engaged to my dad, went to his parents' house for Christmas one year and they said, What kind of stockings do you want? Or what does your family do? And she was like, Oh, I want actual stockings. So she requested. A pair of actual tights and she now gets two legs of presents every right. year.
1: And her logic was more dub- presents. Double legs, double presents. Genius. So
0: brilliant, if you will.
1: But now every year at Christmas, she has a tradition like authentic pair of stockings that you could wear. Yes. Filled with gifts. I think if we remember this next year for the rest of her life, Ellie could get an avocado.
2: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair.
0: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for quirky holiday traditions like avocados and Ellie and Ellie celebrating an avocado on Easter.
0: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for family
1: laughs. Uh, How are you doing? (laughs) That's such a weird question for me to ask because I've been with you all weekend. (laughs) But it's the number one thing folks have been talking about on my Instagram, like asking me, Mm -hmm. how's Callie doing? Give Callie a hug for me. Is Callie doing okay? So.
0: What did you respond?
1: I said, no, she's terrible. Is that really what you said? No. Oh. Oh. What did you say? Um, I think I wrote, she's hanging in there or something. You know, something along those lines. Yeah.
0: I am, I feel like a house of cards on a windy day, a little bit.
1: Like just trying to keep it together?
0: Yeah. And yesterday was such a great distraction and I felt great all day. And then last night I started just feeling kind of blah again. I don't know what it is. I had a panic attack on... What was that Saturday? Friday night?
1: I think it's, I mean, just connecting the dots. I think it's when you're alone with me. That is not true. You just get really anxious. (laughs) That is not
0: true. panicky. No, we, what night was that? Friday night? Yeah. Friday night, I couldn't turn my braid off and Jeff's like, you should take an Ambien, get a really good night's sleep. And I went into the bathroom to take an Ambien and I was like, I feel like I am like I can't breathe. And also like I might throw up and my heart was beating out of my chest. And so I just stood in the bathroom for a minute and did some like breathing work, um, to come back down to earth. But yeah, so I'm still not, I wouldn't even say I'm close to hundred percent,
1: but have you, have you adjusted your medicines based on your doctor's recommendation last week? Yeah. That's already happened. Mm-hmm. So there's no new medicine or no new prescription. You're just like, Going to a, the next dose. What do you mean, cutting a pill in half or something?
0: Well, I was taking a pill and a half of one of my medications, and I'm taking two.
1: Oh, so, so you're upping. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Um yeah. So I'm I'm okay.
1: Um, you got a really nice voicemail. Would you like to hear it? Of course. I mean it's not like it's it's about the impact that you being so honest and candid has had on somebody else.
0: Hey guys. This is Hillary of and- I am just so amazed and proud of Callie. You are so great at identifying your anxieties and what triggers them and how to respond to them. And for whatever reason, last night, I was hit with a bunch of anxiety. And, I, and for whatever reason, I have been putting off counseling and therapy. And after listening to Callie and hearing how great she is at identifying her anxiety, and knowing when it's a stressful experience versus a chemical response and just having such great self-awareness, I am now inspired to learn more about that in myself. So I just want to say that you're amazing and so incredible and um, and you inspired me. So thank you. That's so nice. And honestly, it's not how I see myself at
1: all. Are you crying? Yeah. Well, last time I asked you if you were crying, you went into a panic attack.
0: Is no, this, I'm not. I'm I'm okay. I'm it, okay. Is this um, a sweet
1: cry because it was such a nice message, or is it's just
0: it's just nice? And I just don't. I see myself right now as kind of failing. Is such, is too strong of a word? But I'm very insecure about sharing because I don't know. I just felt very insecure about about showing my dark darkest points you know what I mean it's a new level of vulnerability for me even though we talk about it all the time but actually like going through it um in real time is way more vulnerable than I've ever been before and it's a little scary
1: but you're doing it right like you're you're not really holding on on Instagram oh no I'm not holding back at all yeah because I saw you posted something over the weekend where you're actually crying yeah like doing it yeah it's terrifying Do you think people, I hope people don't think that I'm terrible and you just lock yourself in the bathroom and cry silently to your phone while I'm downstairs, like learning how to juggle or something.
0: (laughs) No one thinks that you're the best husband ever. You're so supportive. I mean, I, when I was freaking out on Friday night, I went and got in bed and I just started like bawling and, you know, you just sat there and, and held me while I felt like a total lunatic.
1: So. Okay. So thank you for that. Can I change directions like 180 degrees? Always. If you decided to spend the next four weeks of your life only eating seven foods, what foods would they be?
0: Um, Well, I kind of do that during the week. I eat the same thing every day.
1: You eat the same thing every day, but it's not, I'm talking about seven foods foods, not seven ingredients. So you eat the same thing every day, like a sub or a sandwich doesn't count as a food that would be like
0: ingredients. Yes. Okay. So cheese for sure, because I love cheese. Um, is water that that's not an ingredient.
1: I don't think water would count. Okay. But coffee would. Okay. So coffee. But I don't think you. But would,
0: then I can't put the cream. Mm.
1: The reason I'm asking is because a woman who we're actually going to get her on the the show here in a second because she did this and did it for thirty days is kind of like an experiment. Her name is Jen Hatmaker. I, I know a lot of people know who she is. Yeah. Okay, she's written a couple books and and she has a new book out and she has a podcast, Mm -hmm. very popular podcast. She did this and I think the rule is ingredients. Okay. Hey, Jen. Hi there.
0: Hi, Jen. Hi guys. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh my gosh. So we're breaking down this food thing. Okay. So now is this, you only ate seven ingredients? or seven
2: foods, or seven meals.
1: Like what would a pizza count as?
2: Right. It would count as you don't get to have that. Oh, Oh. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was essentially seven whole foods with the exception of bread which was the whole quagmire in that month anyway, because I was feeling pretty proud about my whole wheat bread, but it had like 28 ingredients and it was all garbage. And so <laughs> everything else was just a whole food. And then I had to just do what I could do with it. That's how that was. It was pretty limited.
1: So pizza would be like a sandwich isn't a food. Cause I just asked Callie what she would, what her seven foods would be. And uh-huh. one of hers was coffee, but like <laughs> most of the people on the planet, it, like neither one of us drink just coffee because coffee tastes terrible. Like we got to put the, yeah, coffee's the sweet cream in it and the vanilla flavoring. And
2: yeah. Yes. Th-
1: is that one food or that's multiple foods?
2: Right. Like if coffee doesn't taste like candy, we're not going to have it in the morning. I mean, we're not animals. It, and so, um, right. And if you only have seven foods for a month, I know this sounds crazy, but you just kind of don't want to, you don't want to blow one on coffee. You want food Mm, to chew with your mouth. And so I only drink water that much. Now, I had a group of friends. I called them the council that kind of advised me and helped set the parameters on this experiment when I did it. And they said I could have, without having to count it, like a little bit of oil just to cook things in and salt and pepper. So I put oil and salt and pepper in in its own category without having to count it. But so everything else – well, I, I will tell you what I have, but what, what would you have? Did you pick seven foods? No. Cause I gave this a lot of thought. You got asked on the fly. Yeah, went, yeah. I,
0: Like, oh, I'm like, I need to think about this now. Cause you're right. It's so, it's so strategic. Like, you know, cause what can you make? Uh, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, what would you take to a deserted island? No, but really what would you take?
2: Like actually right. and, like, what would what you take? Together? What, right. what is going to mix and match here in a way? And then I was also I'm just thinking like health wise, I, you know, I I can't leave out a whole group here. You know, I can't say I'm going to have vegetables for a month or whatever, um, or I'm going to have uh, five different kinds of carbs. Um, so I was thinking about how to be really balanced as well. And was having enough nourishment in there to just keep the wheels on. Uh, and so, yeah, I went around and around on this until I landed on my seven.
1: You know what I think I would put on my list because what? um I feel like I feel like they, they, they're sustainable. They're never not good would be Nilla wafers. (laughs) It's a, it's an, it's an underrated cookie. It doesn't get the love that it deserves and you can tear through a whole box. No problem. So Nilla wafers also on my list. I would put ginger ale because ginger ale gets a bad rap. You only, you only drink it when you're sick or when you're on an airplane. But it's
2: not filling it's not filling and you've now really a hundred percent checked your sugar boxes.
0: So Jen, so, so were you doing this? you you were doing this for um, like health reasons or
2: no, this was a part of a larger experiment um, to just see what would happen in my life. If I chose less in a handful of categories or not only had I chosen more, but I had chosen obscene, like just complete excessiveness, Yes, like out of control spending, out of control consumerism, default, unchecked, mindless consumption. And so food was one of them. Mm. And so I had seven different things. I spent one month on each thing and that month I only got seven choices. So
1: Uh, what were the seven foods that you chose for your food month?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I had eggs, spinach, chicken, bread, sweet potatoes, apples, and avocados. That's a solid list.
1: That's a good list.
2: That's a really yeah, solid a list. list. Now, a, sounds... if you
0: were doing it again, would you change any of those out?
2: People ask me that a lot, and I have thought about that a lot. And the only thing I would swap out, because it, that kept me pretty like full and on the rails. Um, <laughs> on but the I... Rails. I couldn't I didn't eat spinach for 2 years after the original <laughs> experiment. I mean I just could yeah. not do it. Get out of my face. Um, so I think I would have probably swapped out the spinach for a sturdier lettuce. Something yes. what I what I was craving that month nothing was really crunchy. Everything was soft. Mm. The only thing that was crunchy was that apple which thank you baby jesus in the manger for the apples <laughs> i needed to crunch something so bad like i almost wanted to just burn my chicken so it would just be crunchy you, you know uh, what so you, i think i would add nuts if i could go back oh, i would probably okay. add like almonds or cashews or something
1: um you know what has a good crunch nilla wafers <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. I mean, you, you're making a strong case. So mm-hmm. I, I have a
0: question straying a little bit from what we were going to, but I'm like so fascinated with this experiment. Um, yeah. And okay, so how did you see your life change when you went through? I mean, I know we don't know what all the seven yeah. things are, but how is life different for you now, or is it different? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yes and yes. Um, I mean, because when you think through the categories included in Simple and Free, it was food, but it was also clothes and possessions, media and technology and spending and waste and stress. So mm-hmm. that's basically every category in life. That's, that's all the areas which for me, I was just kind of out of control in, in every possible way, just felt real chaotic and real overwhelmed and overconsumed. Um, And so boiling all that down for basically a calendar year to just seven things in each category was wildly transformative.
0: I am, I am fascinated. I am so into this, like sold. I am in, this is, I, yeah, it's so interesting. Can
1: I make some assumptions about the other categories? Like, like, like with clothing, did you do the Steve jobs thing where you just pick out a few items and that's what you wore? You took the decision. Yeah, I
2: wore the. I wore the same seven pieces of clothes for a month. Okay. And then like for possessions, I gave away seven things a day that I owned for a month. Um, wow. Like I, Whoa. Spending, I only spent money in seven places for a month. That was the hardest one of them all, to be honest with you. Um, Ooh. That, that was the sort of approach. It was, it was pr- a very reduced version of my normal life. And I was just kind of like, what happened? What will happen? What will I learn? Um, what will I discover? What will kind of rise to the top? What what pain points are really going to become evident? And what I learned at the end of it was that I didn't end up sacrificing any of the stuff in my life that I really cared about. In fact, choosing like the idea of less in some of those categories, absolutely made room for more, like more connection and more relationships and more fun and more adventure, definitely more generosity. I had a lot more to give away. Um, and so yeah, absolutely transformative. I'll, we'll, I'll like never be the same.
0: I think this is a really good time. Um, we were actually, it was funny because Jeff and I were talking, um, off, off the show. And I was like, okay, so what's our, like, you know, we were were like, okay, well, we're just going to ask her one question, but now I'm into it. But I feel like everyone (laughs) has unwillingly. She she
1: only has seven minutes of time. Okay. I'm talking fast. No, I'm kidding. I was kidding. I was (laughs) was (laughs) joking.
0: Um, But I feel like everyone kind of unwillingly gave up so much the past year. And I'm wondering now would be such a great time to dive into something like this because it's all, it's so fresh on all of our minds. You know what I mean? Stepping stone. It's an easy stepping stone and it's a yep. great time to Jeff and I are really big into like mental health and learning the lessons and, yeah. you know, and doing that. And after a hard experience saying, okay, what is the lesson? And this ties in right. so well with coming to hopefully the end of the pandemic where we've all given up things yeah. that we don't want to give up, but it's a good time to reflect and say, okay, what parts of that am I going to keep? Like, what yeah. did I gain from that? Um, so this is a really nice tie into that and, And I really love that, Jen.
2: Yeah, thanks. I agree. I think that, I think it's super timely and it's, it's in the same vein of people coming to the table to discuss all kinds of things they've discovered this year of restraint, forced restraint, if you will. Mm -hmm. Well, what do I want to add back and what do I not like? What, what actually was a good elimination? How am I going to change my work life? What about my relationships? And so with all this stuff Stuff is actually really, really cluttery. So I what I'm seeing in my community is that people are anxious to clear the deck. They're anxious mm-hmm. to like, hell, let's get back to stuff that really matters. I mean, after a year of a global pandemic, we're not I'm not nearly as tied to my shoes as I thought yeah. I was. Right. It just
1: doesn't matter as much. Which is funny because we moved a year ago. So just a few months into the the pandemic, and yeah. in the garage, I have a giant plat—not giant, but a large plastic like a storage tote—that's filled with shoes that I haven't touched.
0: Right, and, and over like, a year now. And
1: I'm like, I should just donate those. Like, right. I, ha- I haven't. I mean, I know I haven't gone a lot of places, but I also haven't missed them.
0: Well, and the question is: is yeah. can you even remember what's in that box? No. Right. Exactly. That's exactly it.
1: Yeah. Um. What? How did you handle the stress thing?
2: You know, it's funny because I was halfway through the experiment. I think I was on the third or the fourth month before I knew what I was going to do with stress. I, I The others were so tangible. They were so physical. Um, but I could not get away from the idea that – I had way too much stress in my life. I mean, if I'm looking at things that are excessive, just the rat race had to be included, the busyness, the hustle, the schedule, the calendars, the stress of it all. Um, and so I'm like, what am I going to how am I going to fit this into the construct of seven? I could not figure it out. And on maybe the third or the fourth month, my girlfriend, Leslie, she's like, I think I've got an idea for how to do stress month. And she put this book on my hands called the seven sacred pauses and it's just this kind of very old it, it comes out of a monastic community um you know this very contemplative people who had followed Essentially, the rhythm of the day, and they paused seven times a day at very specific moments that are kind of arcing with the sun, the moon, and the rhythm of the day. And they would just do like this very, very simple little prayer, like just a recentering, like wherever, like if, for example, the morning prayer. The sun is rising, and it's kind of like you know, just let the sun rise in my heart today. Like, what? Where do we need to shine some light? Um, you know, is there somebody I need to forgive? Do I have some joy I need to spread? Whatever. So it's really, really, really short. Um, but it was seven times a day and I set iPhone alarms because I could not remember them. They come so fast. Um, And I can't tell you how many times I was absolutely in the middle of a spiral for whatever reason. And that damn alarm would go off and it would force me to stop whatever um, drama I was about to have and pause and get still and just have this little tiny space of like prayer and centering and meditation. I mean, it, Ch- changed the course of my day every day. Um, and so, and in addition to that, we took one day off a week. So one day out of the seven days of the week, me and the family just shut it down. We're like, we're not planning. We're not on, we're not, we're not going to hustle. We're just going to have big dinners. We're going to gather around the table. We're going to have naps. It was incredible.
1: That's awesome. Did you, yeah. speaking of your family, did you, do you think there's going to be any lasting hatred of your children (laughs) who who like ate pizza in front of you while you were (laughs) trying to survive on spinach and you know right avocado seriously
2: yeah i despised them during food month i didn't have (laughs) my kids do food or clothes they were in elementary school at the time and it just felt like something that i was going to send them to the therapist couch for yeah um and so they didn't do food or clothes, but they did all the other five months.
1: Oh, wow. Did uh, they, so, they do the stress thing, the seven pauses? Yeah.
2: Yeah, wow. we all did it. I love that. Yeah. We all did it. Yeah, it was really awesome. And that was my favorite month. That was an incredible month because everything else was a little bit more tactile. And that one was restorative. It was like a renewing and, a, and it was a peace mechanism. It, that was an incredible way to end. That was the last and final month.
1: Thank you so much for coming on with us for at the last minute and for being so generous with your time. Thanks,
2: Jen. Totally. And Thanks uh, for having me on, guys.
1: Of course. Text me your address and I'll send you some Nilla wafers.
2: Yeah, I can't wait.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Bye, <laughs> Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. If you want to dive a little deeper into all of this and learn more about Jen's other experiments, check out her book, Simple and Free. You can find it anywhere that books are sold or on Amazon. And the book actually came out a couple of years ago but she has um, since re-released it. So there's a new hardcover copy out now and we will link that in our show notes. We've
1: all done this, right? We've all been shopping online and then we get to that very last screen and there's a box that says promo code or coupon code or discount code, something like that. And you don't have one, but you start thinking, what deal are other people getting that I can't get? It's frustrating, right? And if you're like me and you got a few extra minutes on your hand, you put a Google on it and then you go through a whole bunch of places that have expired codes and things that do work, maybe don't work. It's a pain, but you don't want to be left out. I mean, that's leaving money on the table, right? Well, guess what? We have a brand new ad partner on the upside with Callie and Jeff that has solved that problem. The partner is called Honey. Here's how it works. They fill in the promo codes. For you, it's a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and then applies the best one it finds to your cart. They work with over 30,000 stores online tech stores gaming stores fashion brands even food delivery so now when you're on one of your favorite websites and you're about to check out if you've got this installed on your browser it automatically finds the code and fills it in it's almost like honey is crawling through your computer and putting money in your pocket honey has found over 17 million members 2 billion with a b in savings. So if you don't have Honey installed, you are missing out on free savings. It's free. It installs in just a few seconds, and you're going to be doing yourself a huge service. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com upside. That's join, J-O-I-N, Honey, H-O-N-E-Y.com slash upside.
0: MeUndies is a new ad partner on our show this week. We were talking about them on the show last week when I admitted that, yes, I do have some of the same underwear I was wearing in college. So I was very thrilled when our Me Undies package showed up and I got some new underwear in my drawer. It is time to start that replacement process. Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin, it's about feeling comfortable in your skin. That's why MeUndies not only uses a sustainable, breathable, soft fabric, but they also give you endless styles to choose from. Seriously, they have so many prints to choose from. They also have classic colors if you're like me and like something a little more traditional. MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. Never leave your couch again. Isn't that nice? With a MeUndies membership, a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door. With site-wide savings and exclusive sales, you'll automatically pay less for everything. To get 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to meundies.com slash upside. That's meundies.com slash upside. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy, and if you're not completely satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. MeUndies.com/slash/upside.
1: Man, we have been in the thick of it. We've been talking about mental health so much on the show the past couple weeks. Anxiety is just high. Nobody really knows why. Maybe it's a full moon thing. Maybe it's a things are getting back to normal, so stuff just feels weird. Thing. Who knows? We've been talking about cat. Kelly's Mental Health, and through it all, we talk about the importance of therapy. If you have not sat down with a therapist yet, I'm telling you, it will change your life. And you don't have to go visit a therapist with a certain mission in mind. You don't have to have a specific thing that you want fixed. You can start talking to your therapist today just about feeling off. You can do that from the comfort of your own home with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a great way to get started with therapy because they offer the same confidential professional therapists and counselors, but they do it from the comfort of your own home using their secure online portal. So you can access your therapist face to face, talk on the phone, text message, whatever works best for you. No uncomfortable waiting rooms, nothing like that. And you can get started in less than 24 hours. I want you to start living a happier life today because you're an Upside listener. You can have 10% off your first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash Upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health simply by going to BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Upside today.
0: Today's quote of the day is, In order to be irreplaceable, one must always be different.
1: All right, here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Callie, because you love yourself a good category, today's category, animals. (laughs) Uh, Number one in Australia, and I know we have upside listeners in Australia, so I would like to know if this is just like some weird thing that made it to the States or if this is actually true for the entire Country of Australia. Uh, but there's no Easter bunny in Australia. There's something called an Easter bilby. Uh, bilbies are odd looking creatures. They look like a rabbit crossed with a rat. And it's an endangered species in Australia. There's mm-hmm. like less than a thousand of them. So to bring attention to it, they've changed the Easter bunny to an Easter bilby. Hmm. Um, another reason bunnies. Rabbits are big pests in Australia that destroy crops and stuff, so. But they have, like, chocolate bilbies. That's funny. Yeah, and everything. So uh, if you listen to us in Australia, please uh, shoot us a message and let us know if that's true or if that's something that somebody made up to try to fool Americans. Uh, Number two on my list of random things, uh, sleeping with. Did you
0: print that out on April Fool's?
1: Uh. (laughs)
0: Oh. No. Just checking legit question.
1: Oh, come on. Really? The date on the article is April 1st. Hmm.
0: You want me to throw a Google on it? Will you? Yeah,
1: I will. Just Google Easter, Bilby, B-I-L-B-Y. See what comes up. Easter. Bilby. Bilby. Man. No, it's real. Okay, good. Uh, number two, uh, when you sleep with your dog in your bed, know this, there are more benefits to sleeping next to your dog than drawbacks. Like obviously, you know, getting fur and all that stuff in your bed. Uh, researchers found that over half of women who sleep with an animal, dog, cat, whatever, uh, have uh, better sleep than people who sleep next to humans. Hmm. So, having a dog in your bed is a good thing, not an April Fool's Day joke. And then my uh final random thing for today from iheartdogs.com, here are the friendliest dog breeds. And I'm going to list these in alphabetical order cuz they didn't rank them. Okay. It's just like a paragraph where they right? said so these are the friendliest dog breeds, um and I'm listing them in alphabetical order so nobody thinks that I'm biased. Uh, Beagle. Beagle is the first
0: one. <laughs> Jeff, uh, Sadie's part Beagle and Jeff loves Beagles.
1: Beagles are the best. Uh, Beagles, Boston Terriers. My dad's neighbor has two little Boston Terriers. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Tom and Verna. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You, do you follow her on it on uh Facebook? Yeah. I've seen
0: the dogs. I want, I wish we would have seen them in person.
1: They're so cute. Uh, boxers, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, the English Bulldog, the Golden Retriever, the Labrador Retriever, Pug Poodle, and a Corgi, a Welsh Corgi. Those are the friendliest dogs. And those are also my three random things.
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. One
1: thing I think I'm gonna to start to do with our voicemails at the end of the show, because every now and again, we'll get questions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And a lot of times I'll just email the person back or because I have their phone number, I'll text them, mm-hmm. and they'll, here's your here's your answer, like specific questions. Um, but then it dawned on me that multiple people might have the same question, but only one person called. So I'm gonna to try to like one day a week put questions like in this part of the show that are voicemails so that we have an opportunity to answer them you think that's a good idea yeah rather than just like assume that they're the only one who wants to know
0: hello Callie and jeff this is hillary and i have a question for Callie. what kind of pub sub do you order what is your pub sub go to love the show
1: Do you think she's talking about the one that you ordered all the time when you were pregnant?
0: I think that um, a listener named, I think it was Christina, sent me this go-to. I wasn't eating deli meat when I was pregnant. And she was like, okay, I know this sounds really crazy, but I have a favorite pub sub. You have to do it in this order. It's going to sound gross. Trust me on this. Don't deviate. So I did and it was amazing. How many veggie Pub subs did I eat while I was pregnant? Like
1: I mean every other day for a month. Yeah, at least. it was
0: Yeah, it was a craving for like a solid month. And a lot of people still ask me, they're like about that. I cannot even remember what it is because the order was so specific, but I will include it in the pick-me-up. If you're not talking about that one and you're talking about <laughs> my regular, you know, order, it would be white mountain bread, cheddar cheese, mayo lettuce, turkey.
1: So if you want the complicated one, then subscribe to the Pick Me Up, which you can do at com.
2: Hey guys,
0: I'm listening to Friday's episode and you're talking about the dog food tasters. This is so random, but it reminded me of a really funny story. So this was probably about 10 years ago. Uh, my mom had gone to the pet store and bought like a fancy tray of like, gourmet cookies for my dog and they looked like decorated like human cookies they really did look like human cookies anyway so I have the tray of dog cookies sitting out at my house and at the time my boyfriend and I um our friend was visiting from out of town and we both had to go to work but he was staying at our house anyways we come home from work and he goes those those cookies that you guys had are really good where did you get them and my boyfriend just broke down laughing and was like dude Those are dog cookies. He ate the entire tray. I just, oh, it's so funny still. Okay, have a great weekend. Navigating, trying to eat better is harder than it sounds. At least it was for me because the world of healthy food is not only super foreign to me, but it can be really confusing. And that's what I've loved most about our Thrive Market membership. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Shopping with Rive Market is healthy without the hassle. So they have this great, this is one of my favorite parts of the website is how they kind of organize everything. And one of them is just going to different sections of the website. I always go to the snack section immediately because that's what I order the most from them and look at new healthy snacks that maybe I didn't know anything about before. And I don't have to you know, leave my house and go stand in the grocery store aisle and read 5 million things and look confused and, and have that whole experience. I can do it from my home. The other thing I love about it is that Thrive Market members save an average of $32 on every order. I compared what Thrive Market, what I buy on Thrive Market to what I would buy at my grocery store, and the prices were significantly cheaper, which can make a big difference over time. Thrive Market has the best selection of high quality, healthy, and sustainable products online. Join Thrive Market today to get 25% off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash upside to get the exclusive offer of 25% off your first order and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside.
2: Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Amber. Wanted to
0: tell you, Jeff, you're not crazy. There are chocolate crosses, and they are landscaped at the
2: bottom. There's usually, like, peace lilies at the bottom. I've seen them in the stores. Kind of weirds me out, too. My kiddos still get chocolate bunnies. Thanks. Bye. Callie, I just thank you so much for all the sharing that you do, and just, I just give you so much credit and brave and also strength, you know, to to record while you're feeling this way. So thank you, though. It's so important. And it really explained, you explained what was going on in your head really, really well. Um, I honestly don't know if I've ever had it heightened that much for me, but it really helped. All right. Have a great day. Happy Easter. Bye. If you don't know what the ratio is on a peanut butter egg or a peanut butter tree, or any of the other Reese's holiday things like the Halloween pumpkin, and you're not eating them enough because there is way more peanut butter and it. it is amazing.
0: Hey, guys, it's Robin. First, the dog food thing, uh, it's making me gag listening to that. My kids both like to eat pieces of our dogs. We have three dogs. They always want to eat their dog food when they help feed them, and it's so disgusting to me. And two, please, 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 we need a video of Ellie doing that with her toys, and it needs to be in the Pick Me Up newsletter because that sounds absolutely adorable. I have a seven- and five-year-old, and I do not want any more kids, but I do miss the baby stage because they're so precious at that age. Love the show. So happy for you guys. Congrats on 10 months in a row. I've been voting for you almost daily. Love you guys. Bye. Hello.
1: Hello. Uh, it's Donovan from Woodstock you, know, you, know, you know, new north new york new york i i it, today's my birthday on Easter, and there's also another kid named Allison. Addison. Allison who ha- who who has a birthday on Easter too happy
0: birthday to you. Okay. Happy birthday to you,
1: happy birthday, dear Allison
2: Addison.
1: Addison,
2: happy birthday to you.
1: So I got nice. this Jumanji game from my mom, and that. she said, and she said it was hundreds. No, no, of no. <laughs> no. That's all. <laughs> all right. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs>
0: Hi Kelly and Jeff. I just listened to the show today and I saw Kelly's post yesterday and just a little tip from one anxiety uh, ridden person to another. If I forget something I set an alarm on my phone because that way I'm not going into those obsessive thoughts and then spiraling down from there. So, if I forget to take a vitamin, I set an alarm for five o'clock later. On, I want to know that I'm home. If I have something the next day that I'm obsessing about that I just don't want to forget, I'll set an alarm for it. Sounds crazy, whatever, but it instantly gets it out of my mind so I can breathe, do my tools, focus on other things, and get myself back to a good mindset. So, just a thought, tip to share. You'll get through this girl. Hang in there.
2: Bye. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm gonna just put my best foot forward and I'm gonna give the world the best that I got, right? Mm -hmm. Anything is possible.